Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Area 81 podcast. This week, or month, or whatever, um, I'm joined by friend and film buff, and now he's known as the Area 81 film correspondent, Mario Mello. Um, sit with us, listen as we talk about movies in 2020, streaming, video on demand, uh, as well as we kind of touch on some Marvel stuff wandavision and whatnot also stay tuned at the end for a very special treat um yeah that's all i could say please listen i promise it might be worth it anyways thank you guys very much for listening and i hope you enjoy if you're like me you're cruising in your lincoln listening to area 81 if not It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Here's Joey. I miss going to the movies, dude. Man, I tell you, like, I, I, I don't know if I tell a lot of people this, but the movie theaters is kind of like my therapy, really. I, I have anxiety. I don't have it too bad, but I've, I've learned to cope with yeah. it. And, you know, when things get stressful and stuff, like for me, going to the movie theater, like, I would go by myself, like a late matinee yeah. or early evening and just like go watch a movie that maybe some of my friends don't want to watch or an yeah. Oscar, you know, an Oscar nominated film that I know my friends are going to go watch. Like I want to. Right. So I would go catch it. And it was just, it, it was fun for me and it was just, it was relaxing. I got to forget about things for a couple hours. Yeah. And so then when, obviously when COVID hit, it was just like, dang, they're really closing. And at that time we were again like, Oh, it's going to just be a couple weeks, maybe a month. And then little yeah. did we know a year later. Yeah. Um, I did get to go, I think it was during the summer. Yeah, it was during the summer. I think it was July, late July, early August. I think California started opening a little bit. Uh, movie theaters mm-hmm. were open a little bit. Um, I had gone up to Sacramento for a couple of days just to get out of uh, Manteca area for a minute. And one of the Sacramento theaters was open and it was only like 15% capacity so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and check it out and see what's going on. And it was, there was three people in that whole theater, like in that whole <laughs> screen. It was great. Um, I felt very I safe. That. They had, I mean, they had like, the, you know, the plastic shields on the cashiers and everyone was wearing gloves and masks and sanitizer yeah. everywhere. So I felt pretty safe. And then like when you booked yeah. your your ticket online, they they like blocked out the two seats on on your right and on your left depending on where you sat. So there would be a distance. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was, it was, it was a nice, it was a nice little uh, couple hours. I was like, this is what I missed. And then yeah. that was the last time. And um, wow. I, actually, I actually, the only time I, after that, getting my movies fixed was the drive-in, which I haven't been able to drive in in years. Yeah. So uh, we found out about the one in Sacramento. So we would go out there for like once a month and go see something. Cause they were still releasing a few movies uh, because mm-hmm. like the Midwest, their movie theaters really didn't close too bad. Um, it was more right. the East coast and the West coast, which is the big movie markets anyway. So, it's true. Um, so we'd still, we still, I got to see new mutants. We saw a uh, tenant and then um, I did, uh, we did one of the horror movie nights. They did watch the nightmare on Elm street, the original way back when Oh, yeah. that was cool. Um, yeah. Oh, and it was cool too. It was actually, and I thought about it. I was like, it's a lot cheaper going there than it is 
an actual movie theater. Because yeah. I mean, at least the Sacramento one, you pay like six bucks a person, and then like the snacks and stuff, like it's like three bucks for a large soda, six bucks for a popcorn. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, I'm saving money here, but yeah, you don't realize how much, <laughs> how expensive it is. At least when you go, you're like, whatever, I get the, the popcorn and the soda or whatever. So I had the, um, the AMC, what was it? You know what I'm talking oh, about? The, the, yeah. The AMC, the deal. I'm sure you had one yes, too. Yes, I right? did. I mean, you probably, and I just got it oh. maybe two or three months before, dude. And I remember seeing crawl. Okay. I remember seeing there was a couple of them, and then this happened, and I was like, "Man, like I just started." I'm with you, man. Like I would go after work, or I'd get off early on a Friday because I used to work eight hour days, yeah. and I'd go to the movies with popcorn, soda, or something, a hot dog, and a drink, and I'd sit by myself, you know. And there's like five other people in the movie theater on a weekday in the middle of the day. I, I love it. You know what I mean? And the same thing. I saw movies that I know Michelle wouldn't want to see with me or any other buddy would want to see with me. Yeah. <laughs> so you get, you get to see something you want to see in the theater format. And there's just something about it, man. You know, you're, you're dead on the money. I think this whole, this little segment was uh, from something you posted. I saw, you know, about just missing the movies. I don't know if it was a memory or just something. No, you posted, it was, I was actually uh, doing a, uh, video segment for one of my classes um, about um, movie theaters versus streaming. Mm. And so I had to get some shots from the movie theater just showing how they they were closed. And so I actually kind of got a cool shot, I thought. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to post this because I miss coming out here on a Friday night and with all the people and stuff. And then recently on like Twitter, they've been reposting like theater reactions of when in Avengers Endgame at the end, spoiler alert, when Captain America uh, <laughs> gets to use uh, um, Mjolnir against Thanos mm-hmm. and everyone's just like going buck wild and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like, oh man, I just reminded me of that, of like being in that theater with everybody and just hearing everyone's reactions and stuff and just being a part of that, you know? So yeah. That's funny how the opposite ex- end of the spectrum is like, you know, you go alone, you sit and watch a movie quietly and then there's the other side of it where it's like premiere night, midnight. I don't do that so much these days, but <laughs> theater's packed. You know what I mean? There's, I mean, there's nowhere to sit. You know, you got to sit five seats down from a friend because yes. that's the only seat if you got there late, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, everyone's like, yeah, it's just a different crowd on those nights. Yes. You know what I mean? They applaud. People are screaming. They're like cheering and whooping. And it's just different, man. Like it is. It's, it's like I've almost forgotten what it's like, you know what I mean? Like, like what, I, don't, I don't know what a movie feels like anymore. Yes. I, but yeah. I mean, I got to say Hollywood did its best to uh, get us through it. Um, obviously they were hurting big time too, but um, I was talking to my parents about how streaming just kind of elevated. They had to elevate a lot because obviously people couldn't leave their houses or were right. stuck at home. Um, and then I know we had talked previously about like PVOD premium video on demand. Um, so that was kind of a cool concept too. um, seeing some of these theatrical movies that we, we weren't able to see in theaters at home at our yeah. leisure and stuff like that. Um, the, the first one I want to say was trolls world tour. That's exactly what I was going to say next. Yeah, and that was universal. Yeah. And 
I like the, the day it came out, I rented it. I was like, I want to see Trolls World Tour. Right. I had my 20 bucks or 20 bucks to do my, it. My two year old niece at the time and my roommates. And we were just like, yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. And we just made a movie night and it was so <laughs> much fun and yeah. music. And um, yeah, it was good. It was, it, it was like, all right, that was a theatrical movie that, you know, it kind of brought me a, mm-hmm. you know, a little reminiscent of the movie theater, yeah. even though it was at home, but yeah. I still enjoyed it. It's definitely what you make it. You know, you popped popcorn, you had snacks, I'm sure. That's what we did here at the house. The boys liked the first Trolls, and as much as every, all the songs and every, the sayings were like stuck in my head, when the second one was coming out, I was like, okay, you know, there's more music, more singing, more, you know, it was like rock, you know, there was a little rock, uh, what was her name? Uh, Barb, Queen Barb. Queen Barb. And, uh, you know, the kids, they, they liked it. And it wasn't a bad movie. It didn't feel rushed. It didn't feel like they just wanted to put it out to make money, you know, money grab type film. No. And uh, that's the first one I remember that we streamed at home. Now, having the two boys, there wasn't a lot I could, I felt like, like there's a lot of movies I want to watch that I can't watch while they're like awake. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, we didn't get a whole lot. There's some movies that I liked that were released on a premium VOD. And there's some that I didn't like so much. And then uh, there's just some movies that I discovered this year that have either been out or, you know, I'm not even sure how they were released, but I ended up watching them. And um, that's why I wanted to pick your brain because I know you've probably seen a lot more than I have. <laughs> what are some, um, some obvious and then maybe some sleeper uh, movies that came out this year streaming that, you know, you uh, liked or can recommend? Um, so for me, it was... I mean, I, cause I would go, I, I, I search iTunes cause iTunes usually has like a nice selection and they'll do like 99 cent rentals every once in a while. Or I feel like they're the, probably the best bargain for your buck, you know, um, with older movies and uh, newer movies too. So, um, I usually look through the charts and stuff. Um, right after the trolls, I want to say it was the hunt, um, it was the Blumhouse movie about the people in the field and, you know, supposedly mm. they were trying, they had to like murder each other off, which it really wasn't. It was just made to seem like that. So uh, that uh, one I actually rented for my birthday because this year was like the first time I didn't do anything for my birthday. And um, I didn't usually go to the movies like that my birthday weekend. So obviously yeah. I was like, all right, I'll rent this because I wanted to see it anyway. So it was a nice little horror movie I watched. Um, it was I think it was 20 bucks to rent, um, but I enjoyed it. Like, you know, right. comfy in my own home again, you know. Yeah. Um, Love and Monsters was really good with Dylan O'Brien. Oh, man, I want to see that one. That one, that one That's was a good cute. one. Um, it's, I think you can rent it down now. You can rent it for yeah. like six bucks. Yes. So it's not a bad price. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Real quick, while you're thinking, have you do you notice? Uh, I'm sure you do, but like when movies uh, have like a theme, like space. There's a bunch of space movies that come out that year, or zombies. A bunch of zombie movies that come out, monsters. So now it's like that's what I I think this monster thing. You know, I don't know. I saw a couple of movies recently that had like the whole monster theme. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Like sometimes there's a bunch of space movies and there's aliens or then it's like a zombie or zombies was the thing for a while. You they, know? they like to cater. Like they're like, I think they, yeah. they get a hit. They're like, Oh, people like this. Let's put out some more and see what people do. Um, yeah. 
I don't know. I think, yeah, Monsters was a good one because we did, prior to that, we had The Invisible Man. I don't know, I don't know if you got to see that. that oh, yeah. Remake of the Universal Monster mm-hmm. movie, you know, Invisible Man. Um, that was amazing. I don't know if you did see that one. I liked that one. I didn't see the new one. Oh, it's so good. It has um, right on the lady from, uh, oh, I can't remember her name, that Handmaid's Tale. Um, she's, uh, she's, oh, a, yeah. I forget her name. Oh, okay. I'm drawing a blank right now, but. Um, yeah, I know. I can see her face. I just don't remember her name. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, well, recently, just what I, I just watched Tom and Jerry. I don't know if you saw Tom and Jerry yet. Mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry was really fun. Um, it felt like the old school a little bit. It did. Tom, Tom and Jerry. I was worried they were going to like make them talk because, you know, a lot of the cartoons <laughs> yeah. like, try to like yeah. revamp it a little bit, but they didn't make them talk. So yeah. I thought that was good. Um, yeah. And then they came out with uh, Scoob. I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah. That one was a good one too. That was also a universal one. Um, the Witches. Um, they remade The Witches. And yeah, I saw this time. I- so that, that's right. That was a really good. I, I I liked it. It was it was way different than the original. The original I thought was way creepier, um, just because mm-hmm. they were more practical effects. This one was a lot more CGI, obviously, but all over the top. Yeah, huh? but Anne Hathaway did a. I thought she did a really good like evil witch type thing, and you have Octavia Spencer, who's always great in there. So they're really good it. actresses, man. Yeah. So yeah. we liked that one a lot. Um. What HBO, I don't know if you have HBO Max. Um, that's probably uh-huh. one of my newest favorite streaming services. Yeah, some good stuff. Um, there. They're doing, they're releasing the big movies on their streaming app also in theaters as well. So, like, we got Tom and Jerry. Uh, they, they released Judas, Judas and the Black Messiah last month. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this month we get uh, the Snyder Cut and then we get Godzilla versus Kong. So, obviously, if theaters that's aren't right. open, we can watch it at comfort of our home. Yeah. Know. The funny thing is if the theaters are open, I'd want to see Godzilla versus Kong exactly. in the theater. I'd pay yes. for that. And I have HBO, you know, max or whatever, it is. but I'd rather see that in the theater. Oh yeah, me possible. too. And, and I told my you buddy, know. I'm like, we're going, if it's, in, if our theater is open, we're going like, yeah, then I can just rewatch it at home and just watch all the good parts and, you know, not have to pay yeah. to see it again. But yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited about what HBO max is doing. Um, they did uh, Wonder Woman 1984. That was cool. Um, That's right. Um, straight did, out. Did you straight watch out, that same one? thing with that. Huh? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I like the whole 80s, the the feel. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it really had an honest 80s feel to it. Yes. I, you know what I mean? I was, I, I could see that there was a lot of problems with, like, people had a lot of problems with it. And I could see where they're coming from because it's a different side of Diana Prince and a different side of Wonder Woman, excuse me. Um, she is not always a fighter or a war, like, you know, she is a peacemaker. And if you read the comic books, there's a lot of the time where she didn't fight the villain. She like talk them yeah. down or something like that, you know? So I think right. this kind of showed that side of her. I think people were just expecting warrior, um, like yeah. massive battles and stuff. Cause even like with her segments with Cheetah, she would always try to talk her down before she. Yes. Yeah, I noticed that. So it's like. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I think it was yeah. fine. It was a little different direction and um, what Patty Jenkins wanted to do. And I get that, but I think it was, I think it was good. I'm excited. Definitely chapter. a different direction, but it was still fun to watch. I mean, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, it was like, this is boring. This yeah. is, you know, shot terribly. No, that was, 
I mean, it was definitely worth a watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't. And Gal Gadot is amazing as Wonder Woman. I love her. Like, she stills her yeah. scenes. And she's just gorgeous to look at. And, you know. Yeah, she has a, like, she kind of carries herself like that very well. You know what I mean? Strong, quiet, almost regal. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What was it? Uh, Disney Plus was doing the premiere access. Um, That's right. Their first shot was Mulan. I actually did not care for that movie very much. I, mm-hmm. I didn't pay the $30 because I was like, I was hearing a lot of bad buzz about it. And I was like, they're not doing the music from it. There's no shoe. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm going to wait because it's going to come out on Disney Plus for free like two months later. I've waited this long. Right. I can wait a couple months. And I'm kind of glad I did because I think I would have felt a little upset that I paid $30 for it. There were segments <laughs> that was good in that movie, but I just thought they just kind of wanted to veer away from the original story. And I think that's why... I, people go to those kind of movies because they want to see that original story just in live action. So it's like, I mean, there's ways to update it. Like Beauty and the Beast did very well with updating, you know, but kept the original story, you know, um, same with like the Cinderella movie and all that stuff. Like they kept the original story, but yes, they updated it for new reviewers. I just felt like the Mulan, they kind of went a little too far off. I mean, that's all I was going to ask as far as the live action remakes. Overall, how do you feel Disney's done? Majority of the time, I feel like they've done good. I just, I felt like Mulan, they were trying to cater to the Chinese audience too much. Cause I mean, China is yeah. one of their biggest markets. Yeah. I mean, they make yeah. a lot of money from China um, yeah. in, in all their Disney movies. So it's like they were trying to cater cause they felt like that would have been a hit. Um, yeah. I think they had some issues with the star from what I was reading was the star. Very yes. The political yeah she's very political that they didn't like so i think that kind of hurt their movie anyway but um overall i've i like their stuff beating the beast is still my favorite one out of all of them that yeah, was a good one that was um, a good i'm one. excited for cruella uh cruella comes out in memorial day that's right so that one looks really good emma stone is one of my favorite actresses so to see her like take that kind of evil role yeah um looks fantastic but um yeah and then they uh, Disney released Soul. That was not that was no that was not a premium access, but um, right. They were just like, here, here you go, have Merry Christmas. So <laughs> I couldn't complain, and I love that movie. I like cried yeah. a couple times on that movie, and I was just like, yeah, I was like, man, they went really deep on this one. <laughs> yeah, they did, man. They did. <laughs> they they know how to like pull at the heartstrings of an even an adult, right? Yeah, a grown adult. It's like, oh man, they either take you back to your childhood or they do some memories. They they do very well at um I don't want to say playing with your emotions, no. but as making a movie that is emotional. Oh yeah. You know what I They're mean? Really and, and, uh, that was did one you, of them. and yeah. did you see Upward? Or is it onward? Yes, onward. Yeah. yeah. That one because that Dude. one came in theaters right before they closed the theaters down. Yeah. So what they did was they let it play out as far as they could and then they released it on DVD and Blu-ray for like a couple of weeks. And then they put it on Disney plus for everyone. Yeah. That was another one. Though. That one that was, was really good. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. I was like bawling. And my roommate looks at me. He's like, are you crying right now? I'm like, it's so good. You don't get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. That was another warming. Yeah. The, the, the very end, man. I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> and as yeah, a father a one, for yourself too, you probably, a little more yeah. out of it too, father and son, you know. Yeah. That was really yeah. touching. I was just like, oh man, Pixar, you always do that. 
But um, yeah, we just watched uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. That was a premium accent. That was just recent. How was that? That one, one is amazing. I definitely was very like I didn't pay for the thirty bucks because I was out with my friend who did, uh-huh. but I definitely would. Like it is okay. It reminded me of like Avatar: The Last Airbender and Kill Bill. Um, nice. I don't know if you've seen Kill Bill, but you know how she has to like oh, the bosses kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that, but it's Avatar because it's like there's five different tribes and five different lands. But it's just it's a very good like warrior movie, but it has a lot of heart to cool. it about family and just you know how other people have differences, but we all have something in common. Like it was just good. The animation was gorgeous and nice. The action was wild. You know, I, I definitely think it's going to be runner-up for uh, best animated feature this year. Because um, I, oh. I don't see too many movies coming out for animated feature this year, so I definitely feel like it's going to win or could win. Definitely, it's a strong choice. So, wow, nice. Um, I heard there wasn't too much um, singing or music in the film. No, there's there's like one little song, but it's not even from like a main character. It's like just something, wow. but it's it's. Yeah, it doesn't. They don't really sing in this one. It's not one of those ones. So, oh. um, well, maybe we will check it out then. I was waiting for someone to seen it. Yes, to let me know I, what I've, they thought, I've seen so. it three times already. Right? Wow. Okay. So, um, it, I I know it does. It hits Disney Plus for free in June. So, if you if you're still not sure, you can wait till June. But. I'm just waiting for a good movie to come out. Right? You know I mean, it's so like, I'm hoping, like what I'm, came out this week? I'm wondering what they're going to do with Black Widow because they keep going back and forth about it from what I've read. It's like, are they going to put it on a premiere access and hit theater and, right. um, you know, digital? But it's like, it, they, they expect it to be a billion-dollar movie, which most Marvel films nowadays are. I, I have trouble seeing that because I think yeah. the... I'm honestly, Tenet was the biggest movie of last year, and I think it only hit 350 million like worldwide. Wow! So it's like, if you put it out, wow! Like, it was just a bad year for movies. I was, mean, like to to put out a movie. Yeah, it is. So it's like I I don't know if they, and I don't think they can push it back anymore. I think it's just been too long because they keep shifting all their dates after that, and it's just pushing things further and further back, and it's messing up yeah. the timeline for them. So, yeah. like, I know because I know Black Widow was supposed to come out originally before Falcon and Winter Soldier um, because right. there's some characters that are going to tie in with that. So, it's like, if you keep pushing it back, you're going to mess up the timeline. You're going to mess up some characters. You're going to miss, like, because I know there's going to be a character in Falcon and Winter Soldier that was from Black Widow that you're going to be like, who the heck is this person? Like, right, honestly, yeah. like for me, like I'll know because it's like I've done my research, but like for the casual movie goer, they're going to be like, who the heck is this? Right. <laughs> so, but, um, so yeah, hoping, I'm hoping they do it premiere access. I definitely would pay for it. I think they would get a lot of people doing that. Um, but like I said, uh, movie theaters, LA movie theaters are supposed to be opening this weekend. So that's a good sign. Wow. New York just opened last weekend. So the rest of California, I, I feel like they're just kind of waiting for a big movie because I know like Regal, they said there's not enough movies out right now to like support them to stay open. So I think they're waiting for a big movie, which I think I'm thinking April is probably more their things because you got Godzilla yeah. vs. Kong coming out at the end of the month and you have Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah. 
and then Black Widow right after that. So I think they're going to, I think more Northern California, like where we are, will more realistically open in April. So, yeah, but people are dying to get back to the movies, man. Right? Too. I mean, so I'm, I mean, I'm heading to LA this weekend. Um, so we're, so I'm like, I told my friend, I'm like, if the movie theater is open and there's something I want to watch, I might ditch you guys to go watch a movie because I need my <laughs> fix. But <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like pushing movies around, Tenet was moved back. That, I mean, that was a good movie. It just, I had to watch it three times. I watched it I think twice, I fell yeah. asleep the first time. And that, it was just a bad time to try to watch it. Second time I watched it, I was like, I understand what's going on. And the third time it was like, I understand everything. It was like that with The Matrix too. Yeah. Like it was a good movie, but The Matrix I had to watch like two or three times too. Some before those, I was like, and that, I, I get think it. that's the point too, because they want you to watch it more than once because you're like, <laughs> But then you, I feel like when you do that, you notice things that you might have not noticed the first time. I, yeah, I always try to watch movies at least twice, um, just because I do feel like sometimes if I'm in a theater or, you know, even at home, like I feel like I'll miss something. So I always try to watch them twice. Yeah. Um, and the cast of Tenet, man, those guys are awesome. I can see it. And I'd and, love to hang with those and guys. I was told this is the reason Robert Pattinson got Batman was because of this movie. Wow. And I can see that because I think he. He was, he good. was really good. In it. They were all good. I think people give him like, don't give him the benefit of the doubt sometimes because, you know, they know him from Edward Cullen and that's a total 360 yeah. from Batman. But I, I sure. really enjoyed him in Tenet. I thought he was one of the better characters. In I, I was one of those people. I wasn't mad that he got Batman, but I was like, I don't know. And then when I saw Tenet, I was like, this may have been a great call. And that's how it was with Heath Ledger as Joker. Yeah. I was like, Heath Ledger as Joker? Even Ben Affleck as Batman, they had a big problem with that too. Yeah. They're probably one of the better ones. Yeah. And Heath Ledger was up there. You won an Oscar. Top two. If not the best, he's arguably, you know, without a doubt, top two. In the top two. If not the best. You know. uh, But yeah. So, we'll see how it plays out. I like Tenet. Uh, New Mutants was pushed back a long that was, time. Oh man, that one was pushed back like two, two and a half years, I think, before yeah. it finally hit. Um, did you get to yeah. watch it? I, I did watch it. It was okay. I, I've, yeah, it was okay. I felt like um, it was catered to a younger generation. Yeah. I think maybe that was casting. You know what I mean? For me, I did not like it. I just I thought it was catering to a younger generation, and uh, it was kind of cool to see a. Um, like a horror mutant yeah. movie. Hey, that was a good idea. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, it was, it was worth a watch. Yeah, and yeah. and you have to think like again, this was shot like two, three years ago now, probably. So like a lot of those yeah. actors were coming off of like Charlie Heaton was coming off the first season of Stranger Things. Anna Taylor Joy was coming off Split. Um, you know, so it's like all these that's they right. they were hyping up these young actors, which was fine. Game of Thrones, Maisie Williams was there. Oh, that's right. So it was just like it gave me a very nineties feel, like a very like one of the old nineties Marvel movies. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that's why I kinda liked it. Um I, I, I see where people have problems with getting with it, but I, I enjoyed it. I mean, we went to the movie, we went to yeah. the drive-ins and saw it. Um one of my friends' little brothers was with us and he like freaked out with the little the no face mutant. Uh, yeah. Her. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but I, like you said, it was, it was cool to see a different type of genre. I think it would have hit better if it was released three years ago or whatever. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, it still was a moderate hit. Just 
because of the pandemic because there was nothing else to watch. Um, So (laughs) it did make some money back, but I don't think we'll ever see any of those characters again. And Josh Boone will never finish his trilogy. That's unfortunate, but. Yeah, it's it really just again it's a, a victim of COVID if you think of it that way, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm just I probably think like how many movies got pushed back this that last year. Like we were yeah. like this year we were supposed to have Jurassic World three, we were supposed to have um several other Marvel movies, but because everything got pushed back, that's not coming out until 2022 now. Um, wow. you know, we should have already had Spider-Man three, should have been already coming out this summer. You know, now got pushed back to December. Like, I'm like, man, like you yeah. never really like the impact that COVID had on everything, and just to see how it all shifted everything and how Hollywood had to readjust itself. I guess. Yeah. So I'm excited because they did. Uh, they they're finally releasing a Quiet Place too, and that was yeah, that for was my good. birthday, and I was super excited to see it, and then they pushed it back. And then it just got oh, man. So I'm like, well, at least I get to see it this year. Like, yeah. so I'm very excited for that one. So do you think that this next year is gonna be like packed with good movies or just a bunch of movies in general? Or do you think they're gonna spread them out? Um I, you know what I, I mean? wanna the say they're summertime. gonna spread them. They definitely will spread them out. I think it's not gonna be usually like a typical summer movie season. We get a good movie every I mean, mostly yeah. every week. That's that's what the summer movie season mm. is, a movie every week. Um, this year, I think it's probably going to be every two weeks, maybe every three weeks, just depending. I think with um, because of the HBO Max deal and stuff, I think some of those movies will be playing for a shorter amount of time. Because um, I know Universal did a 17-day deal with AMC and Cinemark. I don't know if you read about that. So they can release their movies in the theaters and then 17 days later they can pull them and put them on video on demand for everybody else. So like, Oh wow. So if you think like fast and the furious nine is coming out, so it comes out, I think in June. So 17 days later, if you don't want to go to theater yet, you can just wait 17 more days later and then you can rent it digitally. So universal, I feel like has the right idea because it's like, they're still giving the movie theater some of their money, but then, Everything from the yeah. the PVOD stuff they get themselves, so it's like yeah, it's crazy because Trolls pissed off a lot of people. It did the world Trolls World Tour. <laughs> the people were pissed. There were theaters threatening to not play. Was it DreamWorks? Yeah, DreamWorks and Universal Movies, movies are, because they did that. Yeah, but it's like it's nuts, dude. But Universal kind of had to. I mean, they a lot of movie theaters can't sit on these movies because obviously what a lot of people don't understand is like they accrue interest. Like they have all these, you know, production companies like giving them money to make these movies. So they're like technically giving them loans. So basically they pay that back with the box office. So if they're sitting on these movies, they start accruing interest and that's just more money they have to pay back. So it's like, they have to release them somehow because they need to make some kind of money off of them because they're in debt. So it's like, I think a lot of the movies recently have lost money and that's, I mean, I'm Trolls World Tour. They supposedly made about a hundred million off all the PVODs, which is it's a good amount. But I mean, how much would have would have made if it was in theaters? You know, it probably would have made you know two or three times that. So, but 
Very true. I mean, everyone's kind of in an unprecedented time right now. So it's like, everyone has to adjust. It's like, you know, I, yeah. I think, I think we'll get back. I, I'm seeing 2022 is more of a casual movie going experience again. Like we used to be. Mm. Um, I think once the vaccine comes out a little more, um, people are going to feel a little more safe. Um, so I, I want to say 2022 is going to be like, we're back to normal for movie theaters. I feel like 2021 yeah. is going to be definitely a test year. I think people are still not going to, you know, go out. I think the hardcore fans will go. Um, yeah. So like, you know, Black Widow does come out. I definitely will be there opening day. You know, I'm, I know yeah. several of my friends are going to be there opening day if they have a chance. Um, I don't know. I'm sure you, I, I don't know. I don't know what your opinion is. About going. I'll be in there soon. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you though, but I mean, I know for a fact it's not going to be packed like it used to be. No. People are, I mean, just in general, imagine the first, you know, when they say California, okay, whatever day, whatever year this happens, fully open. And then uh, how weird was it, is it going to be to not put a mask on and go inside a building? Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are people still going to wear masks that, you know, I just don't feel comfortable not wearing my mask or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, and that's, and that's up to them. Yeah. You know, if you want to wear a mask the rest of your life, then By I have no means, problem yeah. with it. That's, you know, you I do you. That, I respect that choice. For you know? sure. Sure. But, but isn't it going to be weird though? It, you know, casual, like you said, 50 people in there, a hundred people even. I mean, you know what I mean? When it's back to normal, like, it's just going to feel weird to me, man. Yeah. Not in a bad way. It's just like. I'm not used to this. Man, yeah. It's been. I really think it's only been like, what, two years by then? You're just like, man, yeah. a lot changes in that time. I mean, this year, I think it's crazy. movie theaters will probably have to open. I think LA was opening in 25% capacity. So figure out of 100 seats, that's only 25 people. So, you know, I definitely will enjoy it, though, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Because you won't get those crazy people in there that have the cell phones or yeah. crack babies and true. stuff like that. But oh man, I always sit either in front. Usually, I sit in front of like the worst people in the theater. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I turn off my phone, dude. I do the whole, I do the whole nine yards. You know what I mean? But there's people that I just happen to sit in front of. They're kicking the back of the seat. They're putting their feet on the back of the seat. I'm like, can I try to be cool about it? I'm like, I'm just stewing in my seat. You know, people, they're talking. They're, they're like, they're having a full-blown conversation. One time I was with Michelle and these, they're like teenagers, but they're talking, right? And then there's a girl sitting on the floor directly behind me in front of the girl in her chair. And they're asking, do you think she's going to do this? Do you think she's going to do that? And I turned around and I said, I forgot what I yelled at them. I was like, what do you think? It's like, well, everyone can hear you. And and I snapped on him, dude. I think that's like one of the only times I ever said anything to anybody in the movies, but you're such a nice guy. So that would, it would have to take a lot for you to do that. I feel like it was dude. I'm telling you, it was like a combo of everything. They're pushing the seat up and you know, I'm just like, you kind of look back, you know, you look back at someone like, Hey, you give them that look in the movie theater, like you're kicking my chair, man. And then they were just talking like normally. Everyone can hear you. That's why I think that's what I said. Everybody can hear you. 
And it got deathly quiet. And I heard like one kid down at the bottom go like, yeah, yeah, tell him. But yeah, uh, I I do. I enjoy, uh, I mean, just be a good person in right. movies. You know what I mean? Like they tell you the instructions, turn off your phone or put it on silent. If you need, you know, take a call outside, don't talk. There's, I mean, it's not that hard. It's not that hard, but you know, people still have a hard time with that. And it's like, (laughs) kills me, (laughs) kills me, man. Bill and Ted face the music. I thought it was a good, oh, I'm an older dude. So the original Bill and Ted, I was a big fan of. And, uh, this one was like a heartfelt, you know, he had, they had their kids in it and stuff too. And it was one of those, like, we needed a feel good movie yes. at the time. And that was, that's what it was. It was a feel good movie, man. Keanu still does it though. I, I got to applaud him. He can still go into any, any of his roles and still kill it. I love that dude. He is, he's incredible, man. Um, another movie I discovered this year, I think it came out in 2019. Um, was Jojo Rabbit? Oh yeah, did you see that one? Yeah, that was 2019. It won a bunch of Oscars too. That yeah. choked me up. I think I actually teared up twice in uh, the scene where he discovers, <laughs> and then the other scene at the very end when they not, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, but that was a good movie, man. That little oh, boy was little kid was yes. a good actor. Yeah, and then Taiki Watiti has the. Has hit on. Oh man, can't get only only he could do that kind of movie too. It's funny because it's like he's got that weird vibe. Yeah, you know, he did Thor, Ragnarok, yeah. and stuff, and now Love and Thunder. So it's like oh, he just has yeah. that quality. So. It sounds so cliche, but that dude's so hot right now. So hot right now. Like his movie, everything he puts out, like it's great. He directed uh, an episode of Mandalorian, yes. the first season. You know, he was involved with that. I was disappointed he wasn't involved with this, but I think he was busy doing something when they were filming the second yeah. season because I would love to see another one. But uh, yeah, he uh, he really just skyrocketed on. And maybe he's been for a while, but I noticed him this year and I was like, oh man, yeah, this is everything he's done. I look back, I'm like, dude, yes. Did yes, you ever right watch uh, yes. What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. Dude. See, it's weird, but it's like, it's <laughs> funny because it's yeah. like only you could pull that off. Like, yeah. He just has that. He, and that vibe that, you know, Ragnarok too was it was out there different, but it was good. Really good. I liked it, you know, and uh, yeah, it was <laughs> that was a good one too. Looking Sonic the Hedgehog, they're getting a sequel. Can't wait for that one. That'll be good. I like Sonic. Man. Sonic was really good. I think I never seen that. <laughs> I, I watched it in theaters. I think that was the last movie I saw in theaters before COVID hit. Because that that was like the second. One of the first four movies to come out of the yeah. year. So, excuse me, uh, Birds of Prey, Sonic the Hedgehog, Fantasy Island, uh, To All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You, then Doolittle. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then as soon after that. Yeah, yeah COVID just, just came right after that. So I think we only yeah. got two and a half months of movies and then it was bye-bye. That's crazy. So overall, um, with the offerings that we have, how did you feel? How would you give them a like a grade? The movies that we've had to choose from this year overall. I would say I would, would say a solid them? B plus. Really, like okay. Um, out of everything, probably Trolls World Tour was probably one of my favorites. Um, I really did like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, so that's up there. Um, 
Probably, like I said, I think the worst one out of all of them for me was Mulan. I wasn't a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Just because I think they did change a lot to cater to, you know, audiences, Chinese right. audiences, which mm-hmm. if they do it right, they do it right. But I feel like they did a lot wrong. On that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they they pissed off the Chinese audiences and then they pissed off the American or everyone else that wanted the classic Mulan. You know? Like, <laughs> where's Mushu? Like, where is yeah, where the heck's Mushu, man? And I want some Mushu. Mushu, you hungry? No, me not Mushu, some Mushu. So that's good, man. I think Trolls is up there too. He still watches that at least once a month in this house. Because I think it signifies too to me, uh, even though things were bad, that was like the one of the first good things that happened that they released a movie for us to watch at yeah. home and enjoy in our own house. You know what I mean? So we were excited about it. We're all, you know, like you said, we got snacks, we got all kinds of stuff. And uh, that's definitely up there too. Looking at the list right now, if everything came out, there was a lot I couldn't watch, uh, a lot of horror movies and stuff. And uh, I mean, I guess I could, but I like to watch it with the sound system on. And then the kids come down, they're like, what are you watching? I'm like, nothing now. And I'll turn it off. And someone's getting ripped apart or something. <laughs> exact moments my kids know when someone's about to get killed like i don't they you know the suspense music when something's about to happen they go like this they look at the tv like what's happening ignore it the whole time but then as soon as that comes on they're like "Ooh, what's going on that's exactly what the music is made to do right it's like draws your attention in i started watching horror movies when i was like eight or nine Behind my parents' back, by the way, because I wasn't allowed to watch it because we lived in a very conservative home. <laughs> right, right. So you get to watch. I remember, I remember watching Hellraiser at my grandma's house on uh, HBO or something oh like God. that. Nobody was around, so I started watching. I was like, <gasps> yeah, my mom would have killed right? me. Um, get this, though. My coworker, shout out to James, uh, bought Hellraiser the box oh set God. VHS tapes or DVDs for his... I, I want to say, like, he said two or four-year-old. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe for when he's older, or does he tend to show him, like, now? I think he said that he watched it. I don't I know, I mean, man. I guess you're never too young for horror, but you just got to be careful because those kids are going to have nightmares and be on sleeping in your bed the rest of the year. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know two seems ridiculous, but I remember whatever he told me was ridiculous. Might have been two, might have been three, four. Let's just say three, rounded off in the middle. Um, uh, SpongeBob, we just watched that one, the new Sponge on the Run movie. How was that one? I wanted to watch it. It's on Paramount Plus now. <laughs> I liked so it. I yeah. Downloaded. You know what? Paramount Plus is, so it's Paramount Plus and HBO, HBO Max. Okay. Those two right now are my favorites. Okay. A lot of stuff on Paramount yeah. Plus. There's a lot. I definitely want to check that out. I pay for a lot. So it's like, I have to be, you know, be wary of what I'm buying. Yeah. It's like, am I going to even watch it? Like The only reason I have Hulu is because I have the bundle pack of Disney. Like I only had uh, YouTube TV for sports. And then like right now, it was like nearly nothing. Right. So I canceled it. And uh, I was laughing. There was a meme that said uh, cable TV, 90 bucks. And then it said, that's too expensive. The guy's like, no. It's that Drake meme where he's like, no. Nah. <laughs> and then it said, 
Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, Vudu, or say like yeah. all the streaming services, like 129. He's like, He's like, yeah, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but to be fair, there's a lot of good movies on there, those streaming things. So I get it. It's not a money thing. It's like I'm paying 60 bucks a month to watch basketball, football, yeah. or whatever it is. Like, nah, I'm, I'm, nah. So I'd rather pay 70 for all these streaming services. But then again, you get a lot of content though. I know. I, I, I keep pushing HBO Max to my friends because I'm like, it's definitely worth it. They're like, it's, it's like good. 15 bucks. I'm like, yeah, but do you see how many movies you get? Like, if you could see, like, Mortal yeah. Kombat comes out next month, like, two tickets to that's going to be $27. Exactly. Like, and I can watch yeah. it at the country of my home, unwatch it, and rewatch it yeah. as many times as I want, you know? True. Yeah, you got to look at it that that's way. That's how I look at this. Saving money. I mean, spend a little, but you're saving more than you would right? in some cases, you know? I feel it. Oh, yeah. So, spend watch um, Soul. Soul is a good one. So what is coming out soon? Last question for you tonight, man. Uh, thank you for your time. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's coming out that you're looking forward to besides what you've already mentioned? Uh, uh, well, this week is the Snyder Cut, Justice League Snyder Cut. I'm excited for that. That hits on Thursday. Yeah. Um, have you, you know the story behind that, all that, right? You, you can watch it. I'm going to watch it, yeah, for sure. Four hours. But, uh, I'm so excited. <sighs> Man, it's split up into six parts. He said so. Wow, with chapter times and everything. So he's like, you know, you can take breaks after each chapter if you need to. But I'm like, I'm gonna that's to cool. Just watch it all in four hours. I think. But I was gonna say, are you gonna just sit right through it? I think so. We're actually, the the day it comes out. We're driving to LA, but I'm not driving. So I told my friends, I'm like, I'm gonna be sitting in the back watching this movie, just so you know. <laughs> You're gonna watch it on your phone or your device? I've been waiting for like two years to watch this thing. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that that's coming out this week. I'm super excited about that. Godzilla versus Kong, um, nice. Mortal Kombat's gonna be amazing. Yeah, I love that they went rated R on that. Yeah, um, and then, um, Black Widow, I'm I'm, I'm missing some Marvel. I really, yeah. I, it made me like really like we haven't had Marvel in two years. WandaVision was the first thing in Marvel in almost two years since, since Spider Man, um, Far From Home. That was the last one. Is really? That's the last thing? That yeah. Know, and then, well, because then the, the following year was supposed to be Black Widow and all that stuff, but they got pushed back. Yeah. So WandaVision was the first Marvel in a little over a year and a half, which was crazy. Wow. What did you think of WandaVision, by the way? Oh, my gosh, sir. I loved it. I yeah. Wanda, Wanda was is my second favorite character in the Marvel Universe, and that was even before like her show. Like I loved yeah. her in Age of Ultron and Civil War and and she's just a she's a, just a powerful character and I just love her backstory and just like how you know how far she's come. So just to see her get her her time to shine. Um yeah. and Elizabeth Olsen is amazing. Uh I'm like, give her all those awards. She needs an Emmy and she needs an Emmy, like to like just to like embrace that character and just the whole the hit the whole sitcom thing I thought was genius. I know a lot of people had a yeah. problem with the first couple of episodes and but it's like you have to see where they're like what they were trying to do they were trying to like it was an homage to the sitcoms like way back when like Mm -hmm. that's how the dick van dyke show was that's how i love lucy was like they were very simple like that and that's why it it was they got those they got those tropes um perfect like yeah because we were sitting there like that's family ties yes those, you know, the in the middle, uh, you know, the intro, yes, that was awesome. Modern Family, I thought yep. was really funny. 
Um, they did the little um, the homage to Full House for a minute. You know, yeah. that was cool. So I enjoyed it. I think I the it was more fun to see all the fan theories because everyone was like, "Oh, this this person will give me this." Or, right. We're gonna get Memphisto and stuff. And yes, I Quicksilver. Love to see a lot of that happen, but um, I I was reading a lot of interviews with the um, director, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we never plan on using him." And, and just to see, like, <laughs> right? Excuse me. Just to see, like, whole, how Agatha was kind of, you know, playing with her strings a little bit, and how it was mostly Wanda, like. Um, just the even like going through the five stages of grief. I don't know if you saw that. Um, they had posted a thing about how different decades represented what she was going through, like you know, the denial, the denial. depression, like how she was going through that and how it was like wow. morphing. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Like I never would have thought of that, but I enjoyed it and I am very excited to see where it goes to Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you because the first episode or two, I was like, this is weird. But then as soon as the story started opening up, I was like, I'm going to keep watching it, though. The story started opening up. You're like, oh, this makes perfect sense. And then it was like, this went from odd to genius to me. I was like, this is great. This is really good, man. And uh, same thing with the casting and all the little supporting roles. And uh, it was uh, it was a. Uh, Solid. It was real solid. You know? Yeah. So I'm excited for Marvel. I'm I'm excited for Marvel to come back. We have Black Widow. We got uh the Legend of Shang-Chi in July. Then their Eternals in November, and then Spider-Man 3 in uh. December. So four movies. So plus we get Falcon and the Winter Soldier nice. this week too. That's this weekend. That's right. And then we got Loki coming out in May. Yeah. And then Hawkeye and Miss Marvel is later this year too. So I'm like it's going to be a good year for Marvel. I'm excited to kind of get back into that group yeah. of stuff, but fun stuff, man. But yes. So it should be a good year. I think it's, yeah. um, it's definitely going to be a better year than 2020. Movie wise. <laughs> yes. I, I am grateful for 2020 giving us some of those movies and keeping, yeah. like I said, streaming, they had, they upped their game during that with Netflix Disney yeah. Plus and stuff, and there was so many great TV shows, and that's another conversation for another time. But um, yeah, we we I mean, it's like we're learning. Even even if something like this ever were to happen again, you know, because it seemed like everyone was just like without a chicken with no head for a while. Yeah. Like, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? School? What are we gonna do with work? What are we gonna do with movies? We're gonna shut everything down. Now we know. I mean. If anything, we've we've gained some knowledge and experience from it all. You yes. know what I mean? And and we as consumers have benefited in a lot of ways as far as like, you know, on demand stuff, curbside pickup. Right. Because <laughs> you know, these places have to stay afloat. So, you know, I love curbside what, pickup, you know, by the way. It's so much happens. easier. I don't have to get out of my car. Oh, dude. Dude. Yeah. You can only have to wear shoes. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm just people. That's up. fine. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's great. But uh, Mario, thank you, sir, for your time, man. I appreciate no, it. I appreciate um, it, sir. I love it. How do we talk? I love this. I love this subject, you know. So I can go on and on for hours about this stuff. So right on, Mario. Well, uh, good. Thank you very much for your time, dude. And um, good luck moving and uh, enjoy. Be healthy, friend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, Mario. All right, bub. Have a good one. Appreciate you it. You too, man. All right. Thank bye. you.
Well, as promised, here is the bonus surprise you've all been waiting for. It is an interview with a caller on another podcast that I check out from time to time. Uh, he's a live call-in, and he was very interesting. And uh, and I have more recent developments regarding this friendship, which I will talk more about on my next episode. So stay tuned and enjoy. Yes. What? Connecticut Bridgeport Evangelist Aliodosu. Okay. I think it's for a curse on you. Welcome, Alaudu, to my country, Connecticut. Nine. What is the Bridgeport? Hold on, Melvin. Let's ask him some questions. Six. Five. Let's talk to him. Hold on. Two. What else are we doing right now? What else could we possibly be doing? Where are you from, sir? Me? Yes. I come from IT. I speak French Creole. You're in IT? IT. Haiti? Me parle Creole, me parle Francais. Okay, sounds good. Me parle poquito Spanish, poquito English. Wow, nice. Very impressive. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. Yeah. He said, uh, <laughs> you know, he speaks a little Spanish and a little English. Yeah, I heard that. Did you? Do you think I'm stupid? No, no. So what, what should we call you? Do you think because I'm your... speaking bad English, I can't <laughs> understand bad English? Listen, what what are you wasted tonight? Tonight. What are you doing tonight? Is the question. You finish. <laughs> you finish. What should we call you? What? What is um, it? Um, the um, Alice. Alabama. Good Sister luck with Elise this one. Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. she's invited me coming to participate and the uh, the short um Port um, Edward. Edward. English <laughs> Port Edward. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Um, so you don't um, need to smoke here, Chris, because you're gonna get high by this. This is this is good stuff. Mochi mochi. Mochi mochi, son. Uh, we're joined yeah. right now by uh, Mr. Yeah. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> 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 From IT. Listen, 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 uh, listen, listen, yeah. please. I need one phone in the speaker, uh, the the radio. One phone, please. Full, a full program along with me. Answer him, Answer him. He's waiting for the answer. Yeah, I, the I, answer. I need this this phone. This phone is station radio. The radio station. The phone number. Radio station. You have a pencil. So the number is one eight hundred eight zero zero. Oh, 
slow down, please slow okay, down. Okay. I take it for slow. You said one number. He asked you to slow down. You said one number. One hundred. One. You got that? Yeah. Eight. That's, that's too big of a jump. You got to go to number <laughs> one eight hundred. Mm -hmm. uh, one eight hundred. Eight. What the what the is this going on? Three three. Three three. Mm -hmm. yes. Two ones. Two ones. Two one. Two one. <laughs> uh -huh. He can't hear me. He can't hear. So one hundred eight three three two one seven one. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is a Lombe station. Yes, yes. Radio? Okay. Yes, sir. Enjoy. Uh, Have a great day. You, 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 use, you use a WhatsApp, please. WhatsApp? What's up? Yes. No, not me. I don't have one. I think Milt might have a WhatsApp. You have one? Okay. If, if you know, no, no use WhatsApp, no program for this station. Me for everybody. Ah, okay. Put your name in the chat. Would you put your WhatsApp your name in the chat, and then yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll say hello. Oh, okay. Uh, give me your phone, personal, personally. <laughs> no, okay, director, director, radio. Give me phone. You have a program for the station. Let me put it in the chat. Hold on, one second. I mean, Send him the your below. phone. He what is your name? Your what phone. is your name? My name is uh, yes. Johnson. Johnson. Okay, Johnson. <laughs> Yes. So I'll put it in the chat and then you can hit me up on WhatsApp, okay? Yes. His last name's Dilly Hopper. Dilly <laughs> Hopper, okay. And he left. I don't know. There we what go. To do. And that's me. On WhatsApp, bro. Send me a message okay. on WhatsApp. Okay, mm -hmm. nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. Uh, you give me your name. Uh, you use WhatsApp. Hey, you give me the phone, what's up? I give you the program for you. It's still oh, waves there. Sounds great. Sounds great. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, take my phone number, please. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Why, Mario? Let me get the paper. Hold on, I gotta get the paper. Okay. First name, Elio Dosu. Okay. Got it. What was his name? No. <laughs> Tell me what you wrote. Up. I can't hear him. Okay. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> You ready, Johnson Dilly you Hopper? You very happy. You very happy. <laughs> you very happy. Um, I got my pencil right here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my, my phone. Uh, uh, take my my name. A uh, uh, first name Elio Dosu. A L L I O. <laughs> last name Dosu D O. I wanna know how you spell it. <laughs> My phone, 203, 802, that's it. 203, no, 802, no, no you. Okay, I'll find you on the that's it. I'll find you on WhatsApp, okay, Leo? 
Okay, no problem. I, I, I repeat and understand the my number. My name is Ario Dosu. A L L I O. Last name. Last name. G O S. Okay. Uh, my phone number. My phone number. Two zero three. Two zero three. Eight zero two. Eight zero two. One. Um. My address, Aral Avenue. No, no, no. My address, don't give me that. Seven, seven. Listen, listen. Excuse me. Yes, yes. My address, five, five, seven, Aral Avenue, Bushport, Connecticut. And the zip code is zero six zero four. <laughs> very, oh, very, very, very glad, very glad, very glad. I'm very glad too much. Very, very, very. I'm very happy. glad. Everybody, you happy? Yeah. <laughs> me happy, me happy. Okay, me happy. Very me happy. Very happy. Yes. Me also happy. About me, I'm happy coming to Alabama. I oh, have a friend in Alabama, the Belleville, uh, one, one boy, one boy, uh, uh, Max St. Oh, yeah. I'm a steady, a full, a sweet prophecy. You're so full of f***ing right now, Yeah. Have fun in OKC, Alabama. Full Sean, about me, okay? Okay. Yes. Yes. You, okay, great. Well, you're going to have a great time then in Alabama, too. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds good. Very good. <laughs> so I got your information, uh, all of your information, and I will find you on WhatsApp. Okay? And then, uh, if you have any questions, you know, I'll, uh, I'll answer your questions. It's cool. What's up? Yeah, the WhatsApp me, app. Me, 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 evangelist, evangelist, Facebook, <laughs> Okay, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> you can't laugh a lot. You I are need full of information about me. Call sister uh, Alice, Alice, <laughs> for me. Okay? Okay, I, I will as soon as I get a chance. I can't remember what I do. Call, call, call sister. She's she's there. Alice, Ariel's trying to be so serious and not. Okay, sounds good, bro. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan.
And with that, that completes this episode of the Area 81 podcast. Uh, my new friend, Alio. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on there. Guess what I did? I messaged him on WhatsApp. What happened next will shock you, but tune in to the next episode of the Area 81 podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great week.